This is NAB Show Live. Welcome back. My name is Brian Seth Hurst. I'm your host for this segment, and I'm your uh, subject matter expert when it comes to immersive technology. That's virtual reality, augmented reality, uh, mixed reality, and the reality we all think about in our heads but we would never talk about. <laughs> so right now, this segment is going to be about location-based entertainment. And we have Lynn Rosenthal from Periscape. We have Jenny Ogden from IQ. We have Greg Gatano from Holagate. Sorry, <laughs> been at Morris. this a while. And Nancy Bennett from Two Bit Circus. Welcome all. Um, the thing about everybody talks about location-based entertainment as the gateway in to VR experiences for consumers, in the hopes that they will do something at home eventually. Right. And right now, uh, you look at China, you look, there are more location-based entertainment centers opening, and in, in, in the case of Periscape and Hologate, you guys are like instantly and quickly deployable in empty spaces, airports, malls. Two-bit circus. All over the world, two-bit circus. You guys are in two-bit circus? Oh yeah. How about that? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Wow, okay, so. Um, we have videos for everybody, so we're going to introduce, talk a little about, and then talk about the industry. We've got like 23 minutes to zeal through. So, Steve, we're going to have Two Bit Circus's video up first. Great. Give him just what a second. <laughs> Two Bit Circus opened in Los Angeles in September. In September, it is. It's booming. It's packed every night. Mondays were closed. Come on down. Downtown Come on LA. down. Opening. I'm Eric Radner. And I'm Brent Bushnell. Co-founders of 2-Bit Circus. We've set out to reimagine the carnival. The carnival of the future. The carnival of the future. So that was, Amazing. that's the Los Angeles opening, that's the Los Angeles facility. Yep. You can go in there, there is so much to do. What is the average length of stay for the customer that comes in? We've noticed about three hours per customer. Three hours? Yeah. And sometimes longer. So, we had somebody in there for seven hours recently. Well, you can come in and stay as long as you want. You make yeah. an appointment and you come you in make, or you You just, don't have to make an appointment, you but you can online. You can buy a ticket in advance for experiences like VR, but admission is free. Come in, get a play card, play to play, and uh, you can have cocktails, you can eat food, you can see a plethora of experiences. Do you have cocktails before VR or after That's VR? That's up to the user's choice. Ah, I yes, see. Yes. Okay, and now you're expanding. Yes. So where's where's the expansion? I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> it's not public. But we are expanding uh, across the United States. Across the United and States. And Asia. Yeah. And Asia. Yeah. 
And Excellent. And it's 40,000 square feet of immersive play. It's not just VR, it's AR, it's an interactive supper club. We've got lots of things coming so, online. So as an immersive theater? Yeah. 92 touch screens interacting with the stage with two podiums where you can build interactive show and wine tasting, whiskey tasting, game show. Well, it's you know, you, you have a lot of location-based entertainment that is just opening up for, like, specifically, like, not that there's anything wrong with this, but like The Void or... Those are fantastic experiences. And yeah. we have experiences that are similar, where it's one-to-one -one mapping of the room, where you can touch things and interact with other people in a VR space, have a game experience, a story experience. But we also have other things, like a modern arcade with 10-person arcade games, story rooms, which are episodic gameplay for multiple players, where you solve a problem together, fly a spaceship. Crazy Midway games, which are throwbacks to the playing of a verb-based game like throw, toss, pitch, but using haptics and AI and machine learning and so tracking. So this really addresses like the age demographic, like the things oh, that you yeah. remember as a child, sure. introducing your child to well, those things. Out of Home Entertainment hasn't changed in 40 years, and now we're changing it, which is great. Thanks to also partners like Holligate and other friends who are doing awesome things. That's excellent. So in the expansion, are these, you maintain everything, they're not franchised? That's correct, at the moment. Who knows how that'll change. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna go on to Holigate. Greg and I have known each other in so many iterations um, that I always ask him back every year because you're always doing something interesting. Mm. So we're gonna roll the Holigate video, Steve. Greg, I have a quick question. Yes. It says play and compete, play and compete worldwide. Yeah. Is it networked? It's not networked yet, but we are working on that. So that I would Coming be able to soon. play against someone in Shanghai. Right. Okay. Can you explain a little yeah. bit about the business model and how this works? Sure. Sure. So, a little bit of my background when I was first getting into virtual reality, I only focused on distribution. And so I was with Google Cardboard. Uh, I have a VR arcade, VR festival with Chris Cristatelli. And it was always about getting the content out to the people. So one thing that I was stuck with was how do we get the higher end system out to the people, out to the public? Because you know the computers were expensive, the headsets were expensive. So I thought that that would take a little bit more time to roll out. So with Hologate, it was the turnkey system I had been looking for. I um, had met Life, who's the founder at one of our VR arcades, VR festivals out in Vegas, and he was telling me that he was building the system. And it was a small footprint, 16 by 16 square feet, multiplayer, which was important, so it could be social, rather than just it a... It accommodates four in one system? Uh, yes, yeah, okay. so it's uh, four um, in one system. And what's great is that everyone can see each other's avatars, everyone can speak to each other. And the last thing was making sure that people waiting to play were able to see what was going on, because I would watch people when they're in standalone headsets, and sometimes 
they would you know, kind of poke their friends, kind of scare them, and I thought, wait a minute, maybe they're just feeling a little left out. So we started experimenting with monitors. Well, Hologate already had that in the plan. So it was really about having the right system and pricing it at um, a point where these family entertainment centers don't even have to blink, don't even have to think about getting it into their, so you, into their you, centers. Do you buy the system or lease it? Uh, it's, it's, uh, at, at the present, it's only for purchase. And do and you do maintenance as well? I'm sorry? And you handle the maintenance of the system right, as well? Right, right. So we teamed up with Creative, uh, um, Creative Works out in Indiana as our distribution company, and they have 25 years of experience in family entertainment centers uh, and laser tag and escape rooms, and we thought that would make more sense for us because we don't, we don't know that side of the business. And it was just this marriage made in heaven because while we would work on the strategy, we would, we would work on coming up with new games, they were taking care of the delivery, the build, and all the technical so, support. Is the content provided for free from you, or they pay for the content as well to pay to pass on the consumer? So the content is coming with the system. Uh, the um, all the games were created by us. Uh, and how often do you update? Uh, you know what? It's about two games every quarter, <laughs> every that's a, that's, uh, six months. It's actually that's, pretty that's pretty fast. Nice These guys are are um, really smart as far as getting, uh, getting the games out pretty efficiently. Well, I can just imagine the possibilities because you conceivably could have those four players in an eSports tournament in Hologate. Right, right. Yeah. That's, so that's we should exactly talk because right. you know, we're working on this, the spectator oh, experience. Perfect. That, so. Well, yeah, that's definitely going to be the future with, uh, with eSports. Excellent. All right, cool. Jenny Ogden, who I've also known for... <laughs> We're not old enough to actually have known each other that long, but we have. Can you explain a little bit about EQ and then we'll run your reel? Okay, so IQ Productions. IQ, sorry. IQ Productions does uh, projection mapping and immersive design. So anywhere from uh, full dome to projection mapping in theater spaces, stage deck. Explain projection mapping just briefly. Okay, so projection mapping is different than traditional projection because we're um, taking it off the traditional screen and outside of the 16.9 and mapping in all sorts of different organic areas. So it could be the walls of a theater, the deck of a stage where we're tracking So once you, once you map the environment, then you can project anything onto what you've mapped. Exactly, and it's precisely registered to, for instance, the architecture. We do a lot of themed entertainment. Um, we did uh, Small World at Disneyland, and we did, uh, some, we've done some things for Universal Studios and that sort of thing. And then we do a lot of live performance integration with uh, projection mapping. Great, let's run the reel. Steve?
Wow. Great. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, have you talked to the folks at MSG about the sphere? Yeah. I have, yes. Excellent. <laughs> okay, um, and then there's something else you're doing. Steve, if you can put the screen grab up, there's something else that you're doing that you just announced this week, something you tried. Yes, so right now we're in development um, with, uh, uh, actually with a company called Master Idea Works and uh, at the Hex Lab. We're working on live tracking and trying to beat the latency problem for live tracking for live performance. And it's um, conceptualized actually for the, the 2020 Olympics skateboarding event. So skateboard's now an official event. And we want to live track on the skateboarders, not around them, not behind them, but actually peg that projection on. So the latency would mean you'd, you'd have ghosting? The delay. Yeah, it can't keep up. So if somebody's you know, whizzing down a skateboard ramp, can we peg the projection on them without, you know. And can you? Yes. Congratulations. Yes, yes, 5G we're working on that nice. right now. Um, <laughs> right. Nancy just said 5G will be nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're integrating, yeah, we're integrating um, with some AI-driven software, actually. And uh, writing, we've been writing code all week and, and developing this at the, at the Hex, Hexfat 5 lab in Upland, actually. We've been in an airplane hangar all week uh, working on um, really kind of breaking that latency issue. So we're... We're almost there. I think we're going to be able to nail it this That's week. That's great. That's great. And I had gotten an email and she says, we're working on it. I don't know if I can talk about it. If it works, I'll talk about it. If not, so congratulations. <laughs> yes. Lynn Rosenthal, Periscape. Yes. So I tracked you down. I found you because I wanted you to come talk about Periscape. Thank you. So we, we have a few images for you. So if you can start to pull up those images while Lynn is speaking about what Periscape is and what Periscape <laughs> does. I've sort of figured that out. Uh, Periscape launched its first ever, the first ever uh, virtual reality experience center in an airport. Here we are at JFK, right in the middle of the retail lounge at the International Terminal. It's a perfect place for us to launch because one out of every 15 people enters the United States through JFK, Terminal 4, and that's about 70,000 people a day. So our very first week, we were able to see 2,000 people and they were all VR curious. So that was a huge privilege for me. And we had uh, more media than we expected because we were first to concept. We had over 500 global media hits that first week. Those are our, our wonderful brand ambassadors. We did work without an attendance, so they were there just to provide great customer experience. As you can see, those are designed with um, the customer security. Um, you can see how they can put in right at the front, they can pull in their carry-on, secure their goods, and uh, we serve up about uh, uh, over 2,000 people a week now through the, in 11 different languages, and there's no demographic. They go anywhere from age three to to 90, it's how pretty do you, wild. How do you select the, oh my God, I have so many questions. So how do you select the content? So I curate best of, of class content. I try to have something for everyone. Uh, we've just picked up a bunch of new content from Sundance and from South by Southwest. We also have a wonderful content partner um, called City Lights, who has spheres. We'll be taking that out as of May. Um, and we'll be rolling out to hundreds of locations, including 
global. It was we were this very surprised when we launched. Adam, we had the power um, one to three global opportunities that came to us every day for almost five months. So we're really blessed. We had a lot of big CEOs coming through that area and a lot of press. So we were able. Suddenly, we just had all the, this incoming um, traffic, and so we're now rolling out to with our airport partners globally into various countries in addition to high-end malls and luxury theaters. And what does it take to roll out? How fast can something be deployed? So we've done hundreds of hours of engineering. We now ship, it's a Gensler design. Um, they sh they're designed for luxury. They, they ship plug and play in a crate. You can um, plug them in and they connect to Wi-Fi. So it takes about a minute and a half to uncrate it. If you want to have a four-sided tower, it takes up to 10 minutes to sort of snap them all together. But you can also unsnap them if they're having an emergency down at the B gates, no problem, in the middle of the night, just unsnap them, drive them down to that area, plug them in, and you know, you've solved a, a, taken a bad problem and created a solution for those people who can't leave that area and are stuck there for more than three to four hours, which was the average dwell time at JFK. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 first of all, there are so many iterations. I mean, you can deploy, you can brand that whole, Yes. those four towers. So yes. if, example, American Express, yes. they wanted to offer this, they paid for the space and everything. Right. They're the sponsoring brand. It's yes. great for them because it presents them as an innovative brand, yes? That's right. We're, we're branding towers for sports teams at stadiums and, and many other places. And we're also, we can offer advertising in many countries. And we also have a merchandising model. So we have three revenue streams so far. It's just, it, so all of this, I just want to say, all of this has happened in less than 12 months. Right. Yeah. This is the last year because, Holgate, you were just getting started at this time last year. We opened in June. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even know about you. Yeah. Um, you have a long tradition, but being able now, now everybody's talking about domes. Right. And you and I, I mean, we, we're two-bit circus. I tried a couple of their VR experiences. You know, I, I love them. I thought they were really well done, the synchronized experiences. But I had no idea that there was going to be this kind of fun zone that I could just jump in and lose myself in. Where, where does the line, I guess there is no line, because all of these are deployable. All you need is it's Internet of Things. It's another connection. And... It just, it just seems like from last year to this year, complete innovation. Anybody have any ideas? We have just a few minutes left. Where things will go with each of your companies over the next year? I think, <clears throat> I think it'll be easier to stay for a while. And I think the opportunity for people to try new things is really important. We have a very strong community presence and we do beta nights where people come in and present their work in progress. And those are fantastic. So you're really getting a conversation going with the community within which you are deploying. And so they get to try your things, and they get to try two-bit circus things, but they also get to put their things forward. And that cross-fertilization and collaboration probably will move the needle forward in terms of the types of experiences you have. AR will certainly be coming in, inside-outside tracking, projection mapping and interaction. You know, there, there are some things that we've learned, which is interactivity, multi-user, social, fun. 
those things work really well together. And I think we'll just see more of that with more technology. Greg. Right. So uh, we were hoping for a footprint out in the industry, family entertainment, and it happened more quickly than we expected. So once we had a footprint, we were hoping to attract some IP. So intellectual property and our first piece that we landed was Angry Birds. So we're going to be uh, releasing Angry Birds in July. The movie Angry Birds 2 is going to be coming out in August. So it's teamed up with Rovio and Sony. And then we're also working on yeah, the eSports side, connectivity between the Hologate so you can play worldwide. And uh, yeah, some uh, interesting things uh, to come that Brilliant. also I can't, uh, I can't mention. Actually, one more thing. Uh, we're going to be doing a tournament, our Groove Guardians game. It's our rhythm game. And we're going to be doing it uh, with 2-Bit Circus. And uh, can't, can't wait for that. Well, Sports of a different kind. Right. Planning on broadcasting that live, let's talk. Yes. <laughs> Um, I just think everybody is, it, they're enjoying more and more immersive experience and more and more interactivity. Um, I'm really excited about what we're developing right now. We'll be back in the, back in the lab writing code and, and uh, testing to make sure we can uh, accomplish this. And working with AI computing actually is really kind of exciting as well for integration. And full dome. I mean, the more and more we can immerse people and provide um, exciting experience with, uh, with everything we do. Collectively, I think the better, so. Lynn. Uh, Periscape started as, as a retail play to sort of provide those stressed out, anxious passengers who are very bored, as, you know, some, something to do in an airport there, and some entertainment. So now w that we're rolling out globally into retail outlets and malls and um, I, I just think we can go on tour with bands. We, we operate everything over the internet. So we'll do op, we do our ops in real time. We're fully automated. Wow. And we also can drop in content in real time. So, so far, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'd love to see a thousand VR towers out there in the next couple of years. Sounds, sounds like that's going to happen. Yeah. Lynn, Jenny, Greg, Nancy, thank you so much for giving us your time today. You're doing amazing things. And when people talk about, you know, we used to be like the redheaded stepchild of the industry. And I feel like now people need us, at least if they're stuck in an airport. So thank you all for being here. Thank you, Ron. We have more to offer you today, so we'll be back.